Mike Dell's World, number 103. Everybody said that Mary ain't cried on the day that Jerry Garcia died. I wonder if she cried when her old man passed away. Everybody knows that everybody goes away from this place when they know better, but nobody seems to know better anyway. Feel the 
faithlessness you found. It's kind of cold in Traverse City also, but uh, actually it's not as bad as it could be. It's uh, 36 degrees and partly cloudy. <laughs> hey, I hope you had a good Christmas or uh, whatever you celebrate. Uh, let's, uh, well, today is the 29th of December, 2008. So this will probably be the last show for the year. It's uh, show number 103 officially. Well, I've probably done more than that, but uh, some of them weren't numbered. <laughs> and let's see, I just kind of wanted to do a little retrospective, a little, uh, uh, my thoughts about podcasting in 2008. Uh, just, you know, lots of things have happened, and it's, it's interesting, but it's changing. And of course, everything changes. That's what they say. By the way, that song was uh, from Ocean Street, uh, and the song was called Cold. That's available over at the uh, Podsafe Music Network. I will have links in the show notes, blah, 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 like we always say. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, podcasting, uh, the business, quote-unquote, is uh, definitely changing, you know, uh, of course, the the PodCamp thing is uh, is getting pretty popular. I'm I'm happy to say I attended my first PodCamp in 2008, and it was the PodCamp Ohio in June. And uh, there's going to be another one, uh, PodCamp Ohio 2 in June, which uh, I plan on going. We'll see how uh, how it works out uh, financially. And of course, the New Media Expo happened in August in Vegas and if you've ever been in Vegas in August uh, you know that's a hot deal <laughs> but after the uh, expo usually the uh, opening keynote uh, for the third day or the last day of the expo I guess this would be the first year they had the three-day thing going or maybe I, I don't remember now but anyway usually they announce where the next one's gonna be and they didn't and so uh, Tim Berkwin, who's the uh, owner, organizer, whatever, of the New Media Expo, formerly the Podcast Expo, formerly the uh, Podcasting and Portable Media Expo. I mean, every year it was changed. Well, <laughs> it's changing again this year. Tim Berkwin, uh, I believe, 
either merged or sold the uh, New Media Expo to Blog World, the people that, uh, that put on Blog World. And now it's going to be in uh, October in Las Vegas, which is a much more pleasurable time to be in Vegas. So uh, I look forward to going to that. I, you know, <laughs> who knows? Uh, like I said, with our, uh, our uncertain financial uh, outlook here, uh, you know, locally and, uh, and nationally, you just never know if uh, you're going to be able to swing it. But, yeah, so far, so good. But, uh, you know, the, all these conferences and stuff are, are changing, uh, which can be a good thing, I guess. I, I don't know. Every, you know, every new media expo that I've been to, uh, you know, whatever the name, it's always been, you know, a different vibe every time. <laughs> Got to admit, I, I like the Ontario... Uh, California location a little better than Las Vegas, but yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, Vegas, you, you tend to get spread out and, and not as much of the social part of of new media happens. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, any excuse to go to Vegas is cool. <laughs> good food, good uh, entertainment, gambling, whatever. Uh, I don't gamble that much, but some people do. And uh, but but it is more expensive too. I gotta admit, uh, you know, I stayed in some flea bag hotel for thirty nine dollars a night when uh, it was in Ontario, and uh, and in Vegas uh, it was a hundred and eight bucks or hundred nine bucks, something like that, a night to stay at the Hilton. But uh, you know. Of course, the Hilton's a nice place, and it was worth it. And I, I split the expenses with a friend of mine, so <laughs> worked out pretty good. Then the other uh, thing that I've noticed—I uh, don't know how many of you listen to Adam Curry. I, I guess you know a good portion of podcast listeners have at one time listened to Adam Curry. His quote-unquote daily source code <laughs> which hasn't been so daily lately of course he's working on a lot of video projects but I think he's kind of given up on the, uh, the whole audio podcasting thing uh, I guess I don't really understand that I mean you know some of us like this audio thing you know like uh, you know, people that work in a, an environment where they can wear their iPods and uh, listen to stuff all day. You know, the audio is the way to go. You know, video's cool. And uh, I got a couple of cool uh, new video uh, pieces of hardware that I'm reviewing. Uh, I've got a Flip Minnow HD video camera and a uh, Flip Ultra uh, standard definition video camera uh, to review. So I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll have reviews on those. Uh, up on the website. I, I got an initial uh, test video from both uh, up there on MikeDell.com. But anyway, uh, let's get back to the, the navel-gazing of podcasting. And speaking of navel-gazing, uh, Curtis, you're the one that coined the term navel-gazing. Uh, <clears throat> where you been? Uh, I haven't heard uh, a podcast out of the sleeper berth in a long time. 
But uh, anyway, back to you know Adam Curry and Mevio too. Uh, you know, of course, Mevio uh, changed its name from Podshow, you know, because they didn't want to be associated with the uh, iPod or uh, or the term podcasting. I, I think that's the problem. I don't know. I think podcasting's alive. I, th I think uh, internet internet broadcasting is you know what uh, a lot of podcasts are turning into uh, maybe I'll coin the term internet broadcasting because that's really what's happening to a lot of them you know a lot of the a lot of the podcasts are uh, turning into uh, uh, you know the same sort of thing that uh, you can hear on the radio or or whatever it's just uh, time shifted which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I listen to a fair fair amount of uh, NPR podcasts. And, of course, I listen to the Dave Ramsey show uh, via podcasting. And, uh, you know, I know people that listen to Bob and Tom uh, or uh, Rush Limbaugh or, you know, any number of, uh, of commercial radio content that's uh, put out via what they call podcasting. It's usually a some sort of software client that downloads it instead of uh, your standard podcast aggregator or iTunes. But uh, you know, so it's kind of kind of strange to see what's going on at Mevio. I hope uh, everything works out for them. Yeah, they seem to be selling ads and, and all that, and you know their core shows are doing fairly good. <coughs> at least I think so. You know, but there's just so much out there you you can't. You can't possibly listen to it all. And let's see. Uh, it looks like, and I don't know any inside information, but it looks like Poddango is about to uh, go under. Uh, they sent out a couple of, an of announcements stating that uh, they may not be able to go too much longer. So if you're uh, on Ponda Pondango... Pod Dango, there we go. <laughs> if you're on uh, Pod Dango, uh, you might uh, consider getting your stuff off of there uh, and uh, coming to a different host. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, Blueberry, uh, part of the Raw Voice Incorporated group of networks, uh, B L U B R R Y, of which we are part of. Anyway, they've uh, offered. Podango uh, customers uh, one uh, month of free hosting and a step-by-step uh, -step instructions on how to uh, how to get your podcast moved over to uh, Blueberry from Podango. So well, hopefully, uh, hopefully Podango <laughs> I cannot pronounce that so many times in a row. Uh, hopefully they'll get their uh, crap together and. Uh, and continue on you know, they had some interesting stuff and they and they bought some technology from oh, uh, Doug K's outfit uh, Gigavox there we go they bought some stuff from Gigavo Gigavox and hopefully uh, that doesn't uh, wither on the vine but we'll see so and speaking of podcast listening how many times can I use that uh, segue? Speaking of, <laughs> just to show you uh, that this is indeed live to the hard drive, and I'm not editing, so at least not on this one. 
but I found a few uh, new podcasts this year that uh, I found quite interesting. Uh, first one uh, done by a, a guy that uh, I met through uh, Todd Cochran's uh, Geek News Central. He, he was the other co-host uh, during during Todd's vacation, I co-hosted one show, and uh, and this guy, uh, Mike James, another Mike, uh, also known as Mike Thinks on Twitter, and uh, does his podcast, Mike Thinks News. It's the one I listen to. He also does a, a movie review show with his wife, and I can't think of the name right offhand, but go to Mike Thinks News. Or just search for Mike Thinks on uh, on Google. You'll find uh, all his stuff. But anyway, that's quite quite a cool podcast. It's uh, I'd say somewhat similar to uh, Geek News Central, but not uh, all geek news. And uh, he does a really cool holiday uh, show. So if you you do subscribe, go back and uh, get the uh, holiday special. It's not uh, not chuck full of sappy uh, Christmas music or anything like that. It's uh, just a nice uh, essay on the on the holiday and a, and a really cool story about when he was a a uh, starving newlywed. <laughs> so go, go check that out. Of course, then I also ended up running into the Quick and Dirty Tips Network. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of uh, five to ten minute little shorty podcasts uh grammar girl is the uh the brains behind that and uh, of course her uh, quick and dirty tips to uh to uh, better writing i don't know if that's exactly the name of that or not but uh they got a whole bunch of ones they got the legal lads quick and dirty tips uh, and a manners guy and uh, they got some money gal and I, it's really kind of cool uh, go check that out. But, uh, well, then again, I, I didn't write down the, uh, the the website, so I just type in "quick and dirty tips podcast" in Google, and you'll find it. Then I also found Bill Creator, and he does a five-minute podcast. And I'm trying to figure out uh, where he come from. I, I haven't had a chance to you know look around on the internet and find out uh, why he's famous but i think he's semi-famous if he's not he should be he's very good at what he does he does a little five minute uh, pretty much daily podcast that's pretty cool and then i've got to say the truck drivers i think uh, out of all occupations and or subjects for podcasting i believe the truck drivers have the most number of podcasts <laughs> there's so many of them that i can't uh, remember them all and I, I certainly can't listen to them all but of course we got uh, the uh, as as everybody calls him the uh, the trucking pod father or the, uh, the i don't know the master trucker podcaster, I don't know, <laughs> Trucker Tom, Tom Wiles, of course, uh, and uh, he's part of the Mevio network. But then, of course, you got uh, Curtis Cross and the Sleeper Birth, uh, Trucker Lou, uh, who's in and out, currently out, but uh, he's a uh, ex 
podcaster, hopefully future podcaster. He's good at it. He just doesn't do it all the time. And uh, of the ones I've listened, uh, the ones I listen to, uh, of course, there's uh, Keith, uh, the Keith Cast. He's a truck driver, I believe. Uh, and now, now I'm getting the ones I don't listen to uh, all the time, but. Uh, there's Trucking Rooster, there's uh, Trucker Steve, there's The Blind Spot, which I think is Trucker Steve's also. Uh, there's just a ton of trucking podcasters. There's, there's, there's one guy down in, in uh, Australia, uh, another guy named Mike. <laughs> of course, I listen to his sometimes, but I don't think he's done one recently, or I somehow lost it. But uh, Anyway, so there's just a ton of those out there. So, anyway, I guess uh, it's probably time to uh, play another song. So, we're talking about changes. We're going to play one from Delaware, not the state, but the, uh, I guess it's the gal's name, but uh, at least a, a band name, Delaware. It's called Everything Changes.
This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. You can check out other fine podcasts at Blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the E's. And that was uh, Delaware. Everything changes from the Podsafe Music Network. And yeah, that's still the best place for uh, Podsafe Music so far. Although GarageBand has some cool stuff. And uh, of course I've been uh, involved with the aerial publicity. Uh, And uh, they also provide uh, some Podsafe Music or I forget what they call it. The I, I forget, but they use a different term. <laughs> so, anyway, very cool. And, uh, not something that won't change is uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Blueberry Network. Even even though we don't get any ease uh, with the Blueberry Network. Uh, it's still uh, it's the best thing going uh, so far. I've, I've gained some listeners through Blueberry. I've, I've had a couple of chances to uh, advertise stuff. Uh, with Blueberry and uh, actually made a, a couple dollars, but you know, I'm definitely not going to get rich uh, podcasting. Uh, that's not the whole point, at least not for me. It's still, still just a hobby, and uh, that's just fine with me. And uh, you know, I'm glad I've got uh, listeners uh, such as you. So I thank you very much for downloading it. Uh, throughout 2008 and uh, maybe as far back as 2005. Imagine I've been doing it that long and only come out with uh, 103 shows. <laughs> Actually, uh, there for a while I was using Gcast, which is part of GarageBand, and uh, they had a call-in number that you could just dial in and uh, record stuff with your cell phone. So I did several of those uh, phone casts so I ought to go back and count all those and uh, see what the actual uh, podcast count would be. And of course I've done a, a couple of .5 shows where I've had uh, uh, one show planned and uh, another something came up that uh, made me do another show. So uh, I did the half shows. So <laughs> how to get a true number and see, uh, I bet you it's somewhere in the 120 range. For three years, uh, that's not very often. I'd like to get on a little bit more of a schedule, but you know, sometimes you just don't feel like podcasting, especially in this format. Uh, you know, this is kind of the uh, brain dump uh, uh, stream of consciousness uh, sort of thing. Although I, I did do a little bit of show prep today, so that I would you know, be able to mention a few things that I wanted to mention. Of course, now that I look at uh, my remaining notes, uh, <laughs> about half of it's already been mentioned. <laughs> oh, well. Such is life. Hey, uh, something interesting. I don't know how many of you that listen are ham radio operators, but uh, apparently somebody somewhere linked uh, the, I think it's called hamfeed.com. I'm not sure, but it's a, a place where you can, uh, if you're a ham and, you're, you, and you use Twitter, you sign up over there, and then uh, they aggregate all of the Twitters from the uh, registered ham radio operators that are on the site, and some 300 or so, three or 400 hams right now are signed up on it. It's part of a 73.org 
or 73s.org, I'm not sure which. But uh, anyway, they, they have a, a button there that you can press to subscribe to all of the uh, ham Twitterers all at once. And apparently on some uh, website and or magazine or s somewhere it was mentioned. And uh, I've probably gained about 35 or 40 uh, Twitter subscribers or followers, I guess you'd call it. Uh, over the last uh, three, four days, so <laughs> that's been kind of interesting. And uh, being that it's uh, New Year's, uh, they're around New Year's. Like I said today's the 29th, so we've got a few days left in 2008 uh, as I record this. You kind of look forward to the stuff that's going to happen in 2009, or at least uh, try to figure out what's going to happen in 2009. Of course, 2008, uh, well, unbeknownst to you, and that's uh, sort of the reason for the lack of podcasts at time, is uh, in my personal life has been kind of a rough year uh, financially, uh, uh, career-wise, and uh, in other ways. You know, we've had a, a few bumps in the road. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still doing what I'm doing. Uh, my wife... Uh, has uh, been temporarily uh, sidelined for the next uh, month or so, which is poor timing. Well, they informed her uh, the day before Christmas that uh, she was laid off for the month of January and possibly into February. So that's not too good. And, uh, of course, I took a little hit in income where I work. Uh, due to the fact that uh, they needed to uh, cut some costs and apparently uh, they figured uh, my paycheck was, uh, <laughs> was a cost <laughs> so and uh, due to the change of ownership there so uh, well, at least at least I still got a job so that's that's a good thing and uh, that's gonna lead me to uh, do some what I call duck hunting I know you're probably sitting or scratching your head. What does uh, what does duck hunting have to do with uh, careers? I don't know if I've told the story. I, I'm pretty sure I've told about my friend John, who's a uh, a rubber ducky salesman for a living. He uh, has a web website. I might as well plug it: uh, rubberduckland.com. And he sells uh, all kinds of uh, synthetic waterfowl. He does that for a living. And, he, you know, a while back he had another company that sold uh, uh, electronics. And uh, these were electronics that he manufactured, you know, right there. Uh, at his uh, place of business and uh, of course it came with all the support issues and overhead and this was back before the internet so uh, he was advertising mainly in magazines hobby magazines and whatnot and way back then he he wished you know out loud he said uh, you know I wish I could sell something that doesn't uh, really do anything 
you know, just some fun little thing, uh, inexpensive and requires no uh, customer service to speak of or no support issues anyway. Of course, there's always customer service when you have customers, or there should be. But anyway, a few years later, he finds himself selling rubber duckies online. And, uh, you know, it's working out reasonably well, of course, you know, with, with the uh, state of the, the world as it is. You know, everything's down a little bit here and there, but, uh, you know, so far, so good. He's making it work, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but anyway, so so we always coined the term, because he sort of accidentally got into the rubber ducky business. So we've kind of coined the, uh, the term, uh, you know, f you need to find your ducky. You need to find what you uh, want to do and, uh, you know, what makes you some money. Uh, that doesn't require a, a job. So uh, when whenever uh, we talk about uh, you know I'd like to find some sort of online business uh, to make money or some sort of uh, you know thing on my own, I always thought oh, I'm going to go find my ducky, and that's of course evolved into duck hunting. So I, I plan on doing some duck hunting. <laughs> so I want to find my ducky. Is uh, you know, having a, a regular job is uh, you know everybody says, well, it's it's secure, it's stable. Well, really, you're only as secure as your ability to uh, go out there and and do something and bring home some money, or as Dave Ramsey would say, uh, leave the cave, kill something, and drag it home. And uh, you know, uh, security in a job is uh, is completely a, a mirage. A, you know, it, it just doesn't happen normally. So, anyway, so I'm I'm going to be doing some duck hunting, and in the meantime, I'm also going to uh, pick up a, a second job. Uh, you know, part-time. Yeah, I know I sound busy, but uh, really I do have some spare time. <laughs> so I'll either be driving a taxi cab, uh, hauling pizzas around, something like that. Uh, don't don't want anything with it with too much uh, brain power involved. Not that uh, hauling pizzas and driving cabs is uh, is is a bad thing it's just uh, it doesn't require a lot of mental exercise uh, as much as uh, my current day job or in my case night job <laughs> so uh, anyway and I, and I think the economy is gonna pick up I, I really do uh, you know a, a good friend of mine is the king of pessimists when it comes to uh, this kind of stuff, and uh, he always calls me a, a eternal optimist. And you know, the funny thing is, is I kind of feel like a pessimist myself, but uh, I don't, uh, I don't predict the end of the world as we know it. Of course, the world's always changing, so I guess uh, every day it's not the way we knew it the day before. But you know, we've been having kind of a running thing. I told him that uh, gas would get below a dollar before it started coming back up and uh, he didn't believe me and then the other day he ran across a news story where in South Carolina there was a uh, two or three stations in some little town that uh, were selling gas for 91 cents 
919. <laughs> it was because of a local gas war, and uh, of course it'll go back up to uh, market prices. We went down to uh, Grand Haven for Christmas Day with uh, the in-laws, and as we were leaving Grand Haven, heading back north, it's about 150 miles from here, I stopped at a gas station and I pumped uh, $25.70 worth of gas into the Cadillac. In case you guys, anybody knew, we've, we've got a Cadillac Escalade that we got at a, at a uh, estate sale really cheap, so we're not pretentious, we just uh, got a good deal. And it pulls our camper really well. But anyway, the, uh, we filled the Escalade from bottom to top. I put $25.70 worth of gas in it. That same tank of gas at that same gas station this summer was well into the $80 to $90 range. So it's absolutely amazing how much it's dropped. and That's all speculators, you know. The speculators were... were pumping up the price and the speculators are pumping down the price and you know the truth is somewhere in the middle but anyway uh, John and I uh, that's the same ducky guy by the way who's the pessimist <laughs> sorry John of course I don't think he listens to this at least he hasn't said anything but uh, anyway the uh, we had little bets you know going that it would be below a dollar uh, a gallon before it went back up and my other bet is the Dow will get to a 10,000 within a year so the Dow will go back to, to 10,000 plus before this time next year and I really believe that because I think the economy is actually artificially low and it's only because of all these evil greedy bankers that uh, got away with all this crap and uh, of course some of the government regulations that are in place right now uh, didn't help matters uh, like the mark to market uh, uh, accounting rule uh, which if you want to read about that uh, just google mark to market <laughs> so anyway i think it's time for another song this is jonathan colton till the money comes Till the money comes, the 
Jonathan Colton, uh, till the money comes. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Guess the song wasn't done playing. Oh well, nothing's perfect. Still using Cast Blaster here. Let's, uh, let's get into some geeky navel gazing about the uh, technology here, or podcast technology as far as it goes in my uh, Ham Shack podcast uh, studio here. I ordered a, uh, a new mixer. I think I mentioned that uh, on the last podcast. It should be here tomorrow or uh, Wednesday. So uh, the the audio quality will uh, hopefully improve. Because <laughs> uh, this mixer here is getting flaky. So that was kind of funny though. I ordered, it, ordered the thing. And... Uh, the company I ordered it from down in Chicago called me on the phone and said, "Hey, uh, you know, with shipping, this thing is uh, you know X amount of dollars. If you buy two of them, we'll we'll make it free shipping. It'll only cost you fifteen dollars more." It's like really, I can get for fifteen bucks more, I can get a, a second one. So <laughs> anyway, uh, that's what I'm doing. Of course, I'm not buying anything fancy. It's a UB502. Uh, I was going to get the uh, 1202 or the 802, whichever one, and uh, every time I'd order one, it would uh, not be in stock. Well, apparently, somebody ordered a whole bunch of 502s, which is the uh, five channel mixer. So, uh, down there, they ordered too many of them. They're trying to get rid of them. So,. Uh, like I said, for 15 bucks more than what I was going to pay, uh, I got two of them. So, I uh, don't know what I'm going to do with two of them. I might uh, plug one into the next one and uh, it'll give me ten channels in. But, uh, you know, really, I only use one channel anyway. Uh, now, 
the plan is, uh, of course, Strange Today, my other podcast, has been on hiatus now for a couple months. We're going to start doing Strange Today again, but we're going to do it uh, maybe twice weekly. And my wife promises me that she will uh, be part of it. So, uh, you know, might be nice to have the two mixers so we can uh, tailor her audio uh, to her thing and my audio to my uh, thing and make it all sound good because we want to do it sort of live to the hard drive instead of such a scripted show that we had uh, going on before. But uh, anyway, yeah, probably next week uh, will be the first of uh, season two of Strange Today. Anyway, enough uh, pimping podcasts. <laughs> I always do that, and I don't uh, don't really mean to sound that way. So anyway, I guess uh, I guess that's about it uh, for this year. I, I doubt I'll uh, do another podcast before the first of the year, so uh, look for uh, podcast number 104 coming up uh, uh, to a, a podcast aggregator near you. And uh, hopefully I'll get on a little bit more regular schedule. But, you know, on the other hand, it's the way it goes. You know, Sometimes when you get a bunch of bad news or stuff you don't want to talk about, like I said, there was a there was a ton in this podcast that I hadn't talked about before, and uh, there's a whole lot more details. But uh, you know, this really isn't the uh, the place to uh, air public grievances, <laughs> or maybe it is. But uh, at this point, it's probably not uh, financially healthy for me to do so. <laughs> That's all right. So. With that, I'll do the, uh, the little ending spiel here. This uh, podcast is created under a uh, Creative, Com- Creative Commons 3.0 license with attribution, which means, basically, if you're going to use this for anything at all, you got to give me credit for it, and if you're going to use it to make money, uh, you need to cut me in on the deal. So uh, don't, don't go... Uh, well. Of course, who's going to make money off of this? If I can't make money off of it, uh, nobody else will. (laughs) So, anyway. Y'all have fun. Uh, I'm going to play another song here. Uh, It's uh, called New Year's Eve, which is almost appropriate. Here in a couple of days. Enjoy. I won't be back, so uh, you can uh, fast forward to the next podcast if you don't like the song. Catch me later.
and happy 2009 from uh, all of us here at Mike Dell's World, which uh, includes me. And that's it. <laughs> Maybe the cricket over in the corner. I know I said I wouldn't be back, but uh, that's the way it goes. This podcast is produced with Cast Blaster.